I am recording now because the banter is the funniest stuff. Are you recording? Okay, good. Up real quick. This is. I have the high ground. I'm Aaron, and with me is Rick and Brett. The snacks are Oreos double stuff, some kind of crusty pretzels from Snyder's, some other fudge cookies from some other brand I don't know, and the beverages are, uh, what do we got? Boylan. Boylan Bottling Company. Never heard of them before, but I have a black cherry soda, and it is pretty tasty. I think it's pronounced Bolin. Oh. What? Isn't there a Y in there? Yeah, but it's like... Boylan, Bolin. Bolin, boy, boy, Bolin. I don't know. Nice to have something different. Mm -hmm. Aaron, you may need to start the intro over again, because we still got to pull out the old uh, outline here. I'm sure it's fine. You can just edit around it. I don't even have my phone on me. What? I typed it up. Way up yonder. Keep going. Right to the that's a good Google. You guys have nothing to do all day than look at what I send, right? Intro, brief catch up between hosts, top five moments, prequel. I thought we did that one. We did. You're looking at. It didn't. It, see, it probably didn't load. I'm looking at intro, brief catch up, summary of the Ray trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> summary of the Ray trilogy. That's what I call it. The Ray trilogy, since it's all about Ray. How do we view Star Wars as a saga considering this new trilogy is finished? So are we about to wrap it up? <laughs> <laughs> wrap up what? The whole thing? I really feel like me eating these cookies. Go. Black cherry sodas just really oh, hit the spot really sometimes. I think. Yeah. The trains made by Lionel are like 70 to 80 bucks a piece. I didn't realize until later. That's a non sequitur. <laughs> are those the ones that's supposed to go underneath the tree? They're fancy. Yeah, put them around the tree, right? I'd like to have a tree train set. You're not going to be able to have one for what? at least oh, eight because, years. because of the kid? Mm-hmm. That's fair. You can't quit eating the chi- <laughs> cookies. Don't eat my cookies. <laughs> you licking this cookie. <laughs> no, she's been licking it. It's licking. fine. It's, it's right it's next to you. How do you even allow that to happen? Look. How do you allow that to happen? Might as well give it to her. No, because she'll get cat herpes and die or something. <laughs> That's not a thing. Kerpies. Kerpies. Just sit right there. She's a perfectly pleasant cat. She's going to get into the pretzels, though. Don't so put it back in there. What do you want me to do? There's COVID I on told it. You. Eat it. Put it somewhere. Like, Other than cats back are more, in the package. Cats so are more <laughs> hygienic than people, actually. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, she's... Not her. I've seen her lick her own butt, so... <laughs> well, it's not like they can wash it in the shower like we do, so... Well, that's not more hygienic. If well, that's the case, we should all start licking our butts. <laughs> Maybe I already do. Some, some guys like that. Not their own, of course. But. Well, this get, is getting very awkward and strange. Given the tools that cats have at their disposal, they're very hygienic animals. <laughs> should be shot. Aren't they? Yes, they are. Can you give me a non-infected cookie? <laughs> My fingers touched it. <laughs> Here. Just slide them over to me. And we're eating uh, Keebler fudge, fudge, which to me are the best cookies out there. I like the EL fudge I could ones. not find. I don't know what you tried to get. Some caramel crunchy thing. I No, they're I at Walmart. Oh. I don't think they're anywhere else. Are they a It's Walmart the caramel brand? crunch bars. Uh, Brett, you know what they are. They're yeah, delicious, aren't they? Don't let the cat eat any more cookies. Ouch. <laughs> you do that right next to the... <laughs> The ruckus mic. was caused well, by that's preventing right. the cat from eating ah, the cookies. I just stuck that in my ear way too far. Ooh. So, uh, it's kind of been a good week for me. Uh, good. Got some good stuff done at work. I mean, what about the last, like, two months? 
What? <laughs> we haven't really recorded <laughs> oh, for a couple of months. I know we haven't. It's been kind of a kind of a bear trying to get everyone coordinated. <clears throat> had the virus and everything, and we're supposed to not maintain, not see anybody, and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Social distancing. So well, it's good to be back. It is. It is. So are we talking about how our life's been for the last two months? Mine's been all right. Working. Consider essential, so that's good. And that's about it. I've had a very successful turkey season. This isn't an outdoor. It don't matter. I'm talking about my life. (laughs) You'll have to recount the hunt when you eventually record the next Hooked On Outdoors. I saw you even had a shirt made. Yeah. Just, just had a shirt. Do you have one too? Or? Yeah, I have one. Nice. Very nice. My mom put it together for us. Nice. Yeah, I have to recount the hunt when you eventually record next. We well, got our first on YouTube. We so. actually had our first tweet. Someone actually tweeted at the show. Hooked on outdoors. Really? Nice. That's the uh, first one in how long? It was one of those self promotion tweets, though. So it was like, great show. Check out ours. <laughs> <laughs> so they probably doesn't, didn't. doesn't count. They, but yeah. So the main. The main topic for tonight is how we each view Star Wars as a whole in light of the three newest movies, what I call the Ray Trilogy or the Ray Kylo Trilogy or whatever, what have you, the First Order Trilogy. How do we view the saga? Did it change anything in our minds about core themes, other characters of the original trilogy, Darth Vader? Did that change at all? That's what we're going to kind of discuss tonight. Okay. So are we kind of judging the entire saga as a whole now, including these three, or are we just more so... That's up to you how you view it, right? Because people are going to have different opinions about it. Yeah. But I think it ties into the whole trilogy, so or the whole saga, so... Did it really, though? Yeah, the Emperor and... (laughs) They they kept bringing the characters from the original saga and ruining them. And as we know and have talked about, the the plan wasn't cohesive. There was no master plan for the trilogy, or if there was, they changed it. So they had a plan going into the to Force Awakens, and then they changed it with Last Jedi, and then they changed it again for The Rise of Skywalker. So what we get is kind of something that doesn't feel like it fits together very nicely, which I think is my main complaint with it. But that's because the Last Jedi. Done effed everything up. Well, yeah, Agreed. it was an interesting way to go about it. I, you know, and it's on Disney Plus now, and I actually don't have a real desire to go back and see it. Really? Yeah, anytime I, I soon. Got, I haven't had time to watch it, but I never been like, Disney. oh, I can't. Well, yeah, I got Disney. We have Disney Plus again, by the way. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I have seen, and we don't, we won't spend a lot of time talking about this, but I did go back and see the new Clone Wars season, which is excellent. I saw the first episode of that and just haven't when are they just going to make it live action Mandalorian is Mandalorian. live action and then yeah. they're going to do a live action one with Ahsoka aren't they yeah that's right Ahsoka is rumored to be or confirmed to be in the next Mandalorian season oh is she which should be interesting was she in the last episode or so in the no was uh, that not her what Ahsoka was in Clone Wars the last oh, season okay. of the Clone Wars she had a really important arc and I'd love to do well, there's more rumors in the rumor mill for Mandalorian. What's that? That Boba Fett is returning. That will be interesting. I wonder how they're gonna they're gonna have to explain how he got out of the the Sarlacc pit. Sarlacc. Pit. I figure that's not gonna be that hard to do because you kind of see him going down in there, but you figure 
he can fight his way out, like, right? Like, well, I don't know. He's pretty pathetic. So. <laughs> they he, built him up for three movies, and then he goes down like a pansy. So Boba had a couple of episodes in the Clone Wars as a youngster. You know that, Brett. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, Rick has not seen that. Rick's a slacker when it comes to watching well, Star Wars it's media. Understandable, because I so I'm actually going back. And I've been watching through season one of the Clone Wars again, and the animation was a lot rougher than they ended up with. Like, it got a lot better as a show. By went on. season three, the animation's better. Yeah, and the storyline's geared towards more, slightly more mature. Right. Whereas, like the first season, I felt like was geared strictly to children. Pretty much. Yeah. And it's still good. I still yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. A little too much Jar Jar for me. Uh, I think he was in two episodes, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't think he's in maybe two or three episodes of the rest of the series, right? It's not that many. So it's infinitely better. Anyway, but Clone Wars, that's for another time. I love it. Season seven made me fall in love with it even more. But back to the original, or the the new trilogy. I'll start out with this. I'm going to give you a few different thoughts here. The Force Awakens, after seeing that, there was some parts of it I liked, but a lot of it felt like a rehash of A New Hope. A lot of the same themes. It didn't seem very different. Last Jedi I actually liked a lot because of just how different it was, actually, and subverted a lot of expectations, which I think is usually a good thing when you're telling big stories. How you execute it, though, that's that's the key. And then they subverted expectations again by going into Rise of Skywalker. And it seems like they just threw away a lot of what they did with The Last Jedi. That's why I like it. Right. I I still think that it cheapens Luke's sacrifice. Or not Luke's sacrifice. Darth Vader's sacrifice. And because the Emperor is supposed to be dead, but he comes back in the last movie. So... That key thing, I think, is what changes how I perceive the saga because it lessens what Luke did and what Darth Vader did, what Anakin did to be redeemed. It's not as important now because the Emperor wasn't really dead. Yeah, I actually agree with that now that you say that. Um, So I don't know how you can go back and watch the original trilogy now and get as much emotion out of it in light of that. Yeah. Now, my opinion might be changed as we go on, as we get other materials, I assume we'll get other books and comics and maybe even TV shows about Ray and Kylo and Snoke on down the line. Stuff that'll fill in some of the more backstories and other things that may have happened. So it'll be evolving for me, and we'll just have to see as we go. But as it stands right now with that story, I don't know, I just feel like Star Wars took a step back with all those three movies. I don't have any kind of emotional attachment to the original trilogy, so... It didn't impact me quite the same way, but I would agree that there's two things that should have happened. A, Last Jedi should never have killed Snoke. You set him up, he should have been the bad guy for the third movie, and then kill him. Or, since they did do it, they set him up, set Kylo up to be the main villain in the third movie, and then they should have just ran with that. He should have just been the supreme leader villain. He should have just filled that role. And I, you know, I don't hate the Emperor being in the movie, but I agree that it does negate everything that happened previously. Then it just makes Ray even more of that Mary Sue and 
Well, I don't really like the character of Ray. No. Because I don't like what they did with Ray because all the other characters went through some form of training or some backstory that they there's explanation for how they can use the Force and fight with lightsabers. And she just like, she just does things that she shouldn't even know she can do. Like mind control in the first movie. She tells the stormtrooper to leave the room and drop her weapon. Right. Like, how would she even know to do that? I don't know. Maybe she, I assume she could just sense that she had that power. That's a weak explanation. No one else did. Anakin was supposed to be the most powerful in the force, and he wasn't just, oh, I can do mind control all of a sudden. Like, there was some subtle things, like he could predict a ship was on that monitor that he couldn't see the screen in the first movie. When what? Windu was asking him, you don't remember? What movie? Windu and and Phantom Menace. Windu had a had a monitor, and he was asking Anakin what was on the screen. Anakin couldn't see it, but he was saying what type of ship it was. Hmm. You don't recall that? I don't recall that. We'll go back and watch it. Yeah, I obviously need to. He was testing Anakin's force ability, and he got all the ships right. And Windu looked at Yoda and nodded at him. Hmm. I do not recall that. Yeah, <laughs> I know things. Yeah, but like Brett, um, not a the, the original series. I know it's like the OG, but it's, it is really hard to to have an emotional connection, like you said, Brett, to that. So then, when when this new trilogy came out, I was expecting more of a uh, a push more for relatable characters and actually. You know, actually trying to have that emotional connection, and then didn't. I think I know we've talked about this in length a few other episodes, but there's just overall, it's just it has it's been a very tough, uh, tough road. And the fact that it's hard for me to uh, gain that emotional connection. Um, with that being said, I don't think the Force Awakens, and then the Last Jedi, and then Rise of Skywalker. I don't know. I just it. I, it's just it's really it's it's hard for me to talk a lot of positives about it because I don't think it did the saga as a whole any really fair favors favors yeah fair uh, good stuff for it and this is coming from a guy that is a I'd say just a casual Star Wars enthusiast not like somebody that's all in but even me I just saw the faults in it and uh, like you said Aaron you can't watch the original trilogy now and you know, even at the like, the, probably one of the most iconic parts is when the Emperor dies, and then Vader gives up his life, and all that stuff. But it's hard f- to like now look at that in that type of situation now and respect it. I guess you could say, right? And have any emotion towards it because then they just screw it up, right? But from the flip side, though, it redeemed Anakin, right? Because he at least vanquished the Emperor to some degree, and by doing that, Anakin was redeemed to the light side and got his Force Ghost, and Luke was able to start rebuilding the Jedi. So, and then there was peace in the galaxy for a little while, anyway. So, it didn't wipe out what he did, but it didn't make know, it a long-lasting thing either. But that's what I'm saying. Like then, then you just couple that with the way they did Luke and the Last Jedi. It's just it's terrible. Like, it's just such a disservice. And like to me, the this trilogy is almost on the lines to me as Game of Thrones season eight. Like it should be just scrapped and redone. I know it's never gonna happen. It'll like, never happen. The the fandom had 
30 years or however long it was. When was Last Jedi? 80 something, 80, 87? Return of the no, Jedi? No, Return of the Jedi, I'm sorry. Isn't the first it? one came out in, was it 79? I don't know. No clue. 84, 85, I think. So, and then the Force, wait, so there's like tw- 25 years between movies, right? Between Return of the Jedi and then The Force Awakens. The fandom had 25 years of other stories that weren't official, other books and comics that people wrote. And so everyone expected that Luke would go on to have a grand career as a powerful Jedi master and rebuilt the Jedi Order and did a lot of legendary things. And then they didn't do, they didn't really do that for the movies. So I think that's a, a core disappointment that fans had. When we see Luke, he's just a, a, a crusty hermit, right, who abandoned the Jedi when they needed him. He abandoned his family when they needed him. And that just went against all audience expectations and was a hard pill to swallow. It was a disservice. It was terrible. That's another reason why I don't like The Last Jedi, because I feel like if you want to talk about destroying a character, they absolutely destroyed... Luke Skywalker that made him completely unlikable pretty much the entire I mean he was the new hope right and they tried to explain it but not not that well it was stupid like I'm, I'm, I'm saying like and I know we talked about it like this before but when I view the new trilogy the Ray trilogy I don't like it none of the characters to me are that likable at all none of them it's hard for me even as just a a casual Star Wars listener and stuff like it's just it's hard like it's i get get frustrated thinking about the trilogy because they had so much potential and they had endless resources using disney and right i don't know sad day guys (laughs) i mean i don't know if it had been great but honestly i feel like if who was it ryan johnson that directed last year oh yeah force awakens yeah it retread a lot of water but it to me it was the best of the trilogy i agree and then Last Jedi really just it threw it such a huge curveball to me that that's what ruined all the potential I think the trilogy had. But we got the great throne room fight scene with the with the Praetorian Guard, which was out of this world amazing. It was good. It was really good. It was good, <laughs> it was good but it wasn't better than anything in the prequels. What? <laughs> we can debate that. It wasn't better than Duel of the Fates, and it wasn't better than Obi-Wan versus Anakin. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. It was better, though, than Grievous versus Obi-Wan, or Dooku versus Obi-Wan and Anakin, or Dooku versus Anakin and Obi-Wan round two. Yeah, but I mean, overall, the prequels had, for me, moments, fights that were past the throne room. Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't say it was the best. I just said it was really, really good. I didn't. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so let's agree to agree on that. We are agreeing. Snoke should have squished him like a bug. Last Snoke. Jedi should have never happened. Shouldn't have never happened. It shouldn't have, it shouldn't have ever been green-lighted by Disney. First screenwriter or whatever, the, when they read it for the first time. They they applauded it. They were like so thrilled with it. I guess because they're like, oh yeah, we're going to the left. That's what it feels like. It's like SJW... Three hours of a ship going five miles an hour. That's awesome. That is. We're just out of range. They're just out of range. And then Holdo was like, 
I'm the captain, so you just listen to me, and I'm not going to explain anything. Well, that is the captain's prerogative sometimes. She's, well, an she's a moron. <laughs> she calls an unnecessary... Uh, he had every right to mutiny like he did. All right. She caused an unnecessary mutiny, distrust in her crew for what purpose, and then they set off Finn and What's-Your-Face on the most idiotic side adventure you've ever seen in your life. A pointless one that didn't accomplish anything. anything. Except they set up a pretty weak fight between Finn and Fazmir. And I know her name's Phasma. Phasmir. But what was the point of the casino guy? There was no point. To double-cross them. I don't and want to talk about... We, don't, we can, we can, we can go on move on and on. That's right. We can move on. Last Jedi. Well, it is what it is. So in summary, I give the trilogy probably a 2 out of 10. Easily. I'll okay. need to see it again, but to reserve judgment. Rate that just solely based on did they continue the saga with honor? Did they do anything worthwhile that would make anybody want to watch Star Wars to see if they fix it or to see if it continues a grand legacy? And I think that's why people are watching uh, Mandalorian Mandalorian, because they want to know why things are different and how they're fixing the wrongs of the trilogy. I mean, we can argue the... I don't think that's what Mandalorian, or maybe I'm not understanding it, but I think people are watching Mandalorian because it's first live different. action Star Wars. It's a different... Um, it's, but it's they're a, going to trickle in things and they're going to fix, like I'm saying, they're going to talk about... You think they're going to be doing course correction with the I, Mandalorian? Yes, I believe they will be. I don't know how they can do that. I, guess. I think the trilogy is done. They can... You can maybe try to fill in some yeah, they plot may points. Fill in or, some, yeah, and that's about all they can do. Mm-hmm. And we'll see if they can do maybe that. It's just a, Even though I don't like The Last Jedi, each of the films... I, I mean, they're never, pretty films. I mean, I'm not saying they're not. I just, I just... There's never been a film that I, like, absolutely hated. Like, Last Jedi is probably my least favorite of the trilogy, but I still don't, like, despise the film so much that I never want to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Like, when I watch the trilogy, I... The intro, I'm kind of like, eh, but I still watch it. Yeah, like and, Attack of the Clones. Right. Which is the weakest of the... And I, I really prequels. don't like that movie. Of the prequels, that's my least favorite. It's not like Godzilla 2014, where like Ugh. I went in that film with huge expectations, couldn't wait. You and me both. <laughs> and then I was like, God, please end this movie. Just end it. I can't speak to that because I haven't seen it. But Godzilla, King of the Monsters, was, was pretty a good. good. Movie. That yeah. was, that was a, for me, that was much better. Some people are like, well, it's more about story. And I'm like, no, Godzilla's about a giant green, or he's not green, he's gray. <laughs> he's a giant monster that smashes buildings. Like, that's what I want to see. That's Godzilla. Right. If he's not doing that, then you're not doing it correctly. I've seen those stupid Japanese films. I know. There's a Godzilla-like monster in Star Wars Clone Wars. Remember that? Yeah, I do. He was in, like, even the lightsabers couldn't hurt him. Yeah. Which one was that? That was season two. Oh, Clone Wars. Yeah, Clone Wars. Uh, Attack of the Clones, Clone Wars. Clone Wars is just phenomenal. I do, and it's so interesting how they can get everything so right with Clone Wars and then wrong with the movies. I guess it's different creative teams for both sides. It's just fascinating. So let me ask you this. After The Force Awakens... What should they have done? What would have what would have been the next logical step that would have made a good movie, in your opinion? Anything that's not Last Jedi. I think you really start to well, you push Snoke. I mean, like that's he was the big reveal at the end of the Last Jedi or uh, the 
Force Awakens. Force Awakens. You're the right. Big, right. Okay, yeah, because he's that hollow figure or whatever at right. the very end. So then I think you take him and like what Brett said earlier, he is now the new overarching villain. Right. Then you have, obviously, you know, you have like the Emperor, then Vader, but now you have Snoke and then you have uh, Doodle Squad, what's his name? Kylo. Kylo. Right. And then I think the second movie, you stop making Kylo so whiny. He is my least favorite character in the entire, him and Rose. I just, oh. They dialed it back a little bit in Last Jedi. With the whiny? I don't think so. I think he was just, (laughs) I want to be strong. (laughs) Like, just, he didn't have anything that made me go, oh, he's intimidating, you know? So I think that would have been a good point. And then what Brett says about Ray, I think that's where Ray starts to find her uh, skills more. Instead of like, I know she does that in the second one, but it's not really, not really focused like it should be. I don't know. And then with Luke, like I, I think you had to rewrite the entire way you did Luke. Yeah, I was going to say the big thing that I would change is Luke's involvement. Yeah. I think he should have been involved. He should have had at least a real one-on-one fight with Kylo. And or maybe Snoke. Not, maybe not kill Kylo. No, you got to leave Snoke for the third well, movie. Luke would have destroyed Kylo. That would have been a non... Well, then kill Kylo off. No one cares. <laughs> yeah, like, like if, if Kylo died in any of the trilogy, like any other movies, no one would have cared. Yeah. Well, see, because Luke, you never... He's a discount in all Vader. the original trilogies, Luke's fighting skills are just... It's like he's just swinging his saber hoping to hit something. Well, that's because of the, the style. Okay. I know, it just, but I hate it. I wanted to see a real like choreogra- like choreography, like I wanted to see Luke at his prime going against his pupil, right? And be real stakes because I knew from the get go that he was a at least a force ghost or a hologram or something. He's supposed to be this legend. He should have been able to. I should have been able to see that play out some. Yeah. Why they didn't do that, I have no idea. Like the scene in the excuse me in the third movie where he lives his. X-Wing, that should have been the sequel. That should have been like... Because people have been like, okay, Luke is... Maybe he had this falling out and he's been this curmudgeon, but he's he still believes in hope. He's still going to you know, try to right these wrongs. That, But it just... There was never a redeeming moment for Luke, in my opinion, really. I mean, he kind of did his thing with the Force Ghost and then he, he kind of died for whatever. I guess he was out of breath. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's something, some, something, quite the accomplishment, right? The projection. Yeah, I just, I feel like Luke was never. They tried to, to, uh, of course, correct that, do some damage control in the third movie with Luke, but in the sequel, there was never a moment where I felt like Luke had redeemed himself. Hmm. Yeah, and that goes back to my point about you know they subverted audience expectations with Luke. Like you said, we got cheated out of seeing Luke as a master doing master Jedi things. And then and then they try to fix the moment where in the sequel where he just tosses his lightsaber like it's nothing. And then the third movie is like, Well you gotta treat the saber with respect. I'm like right. it's it's kinda too too little too late. Right. Yeah. As soon as he did that you can't undo that. That really annoyed me yeah. in the sequel. Yeah. In the theaters I was like, Really? That's that's it? I waited <laughs> two years for that moment that they teased in the Force Awakens, and that's how he reacts. Right. I mean, that was such a blatant like that was a subverting expectations deal. There's, there's. Like, I just, I, I get some of that. But don't, don't slap like, your audience in the face. Right. 
Yeah. Don't give that's them a the kick bird in the balls. That's not well. really a slap in the face. That's like the entire like. It's really like what you said, Aaron. Like it, the entire original trilogy is like been crapped on with that moment right there. Like that's that's when I knew this trilogy was going to be garbage. Was when he threw his saber behind him. Yeah, and maybe I didn't know at the time. I knew it, but like until I started really reflecting on it, just like that's your new hope, Galaxy. You guys are screwed now. You know. <laughs> now we have Ray. Like like. And she's not a likable character either. Like, there's nothing likable about her, in my opinion. I, I, I just I would have liked her I, no more connection. if if I felt like she earned that her abilities, yeah. not just be like, oh well, I'm great at everything just because, you know, feminism. You know, I wanted her to like every character ever have have a mentor and actually mm-hmm. like earn those skills do hard work and not just be like, well, I can just do everything because, because. Well, if I can, um, I, I think you see that she, uh, she has to feel her way through her powers because she didn't get any training, right? She didn't, she wasn't around Luke that much at you know, very much at all. She had Leia for a little bit, but Leia wasn't ever really, Leia didn't fully get there as well, really as a Jedi. So, her training as a Jedi was pretty limited, and so I think you see that she is doing the best she can uh, and trying to feel her way through her powers. In Rise of Skywalker, you know, she had she had the training where she was jumping around on whatever planet they were on with her training probe or whatever it was, and um, she was trying the levitation exercise, and it wasn't quite working for her, and Leia couldn't help her only so much. And then she thought she killed Chewie on the one desert planet where she was trying to stop and ended up force lightning the thing. So, you know, she's got all these powers that she has and she doesn't quite, she hasn't quite honed them all the way. She hasn't gotten a lot of training. She has power, but it's like, it's like the, the filmers were trying to say that, yeah, she has all this power, but she doesn't quite know what to do with all of it. But Ryan Johnson screwed the pooch on that too, because at the third movie, she shouldn't have to be doing that, you know? What? She shouldn't be trying to discover her powers. Like that's the culmination. That is the climax, so to say, of her of her character arc. So it shouldn't be like she shouldn't be learning or well, overusing her powers. And like, I just I don't know. No, I think that was a point that that she had. Like that was a that was a hand she was dealt. She wasn't a fully developed Jedi even toward the end of the movie. And even when all of the when the Jedi, uh, the Force Ghosts come to her and and say that hey, we're here with you, and so she's able to stand up to the Emperor. Then and she says, "I'm all the Jedi." Even at that point, it's not like she's a fully trained Jedi or anything. She'll be going on to go and learning and honing I her know, skills. But I'm saying like that shouldn't be like that though. Like that's why this whole story arc with with Luke was a failure because like I mean I, maybe that's the same storyline as the original trilogy, but it's like no, I don't think it I was mean, because now Luke you, didn't have no. I'm. Uh, Okay, I'm, I'm saying it should have been the other way. Like it's just like I don't know. I was just so. If I was going to change the trilogy in Force Awakens, I would actually have Kylo win the fight. Like we're instead of Ray beating him, and then the Earth splits, so they can't continue. Kylo knocking her down, and then offering his hand to train her in the dark side, and then the Earth splits him up. To me, that then the sequel would be her. And Luke training, and then maybe she could have a rematch or yeah. or overcome some kind of, like, actually overcome and work. I don't know. I just feel like it was too easy for her the whole time. Yeah. Mm. And then Kylo's a, a wimp the whole movie. 
Like if if mm. Kylo actually won the fight, that would you want to uh, avert expectations or whatever. The bad guy never wins in any Star Wars, so having him the, that first movie end with the hero losing that match and then giving her more motivation to succeed in the second one, like right. Simple stuff. I I felt like that from the first time I watched the movie. She should lose the fight, but obviously she doesn't. Right. Well, maybe our opinions will change as time passes and we see these movies again. (laughs) We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Well, uh, good discussion. Yeah. Disappointed, but in the movies, of course, but uh, good discussion on that. Um, We say we're disappointed, but, you know, five years down the road or however long it is, the the next Star Wars trilogy, regardless of what time period it falls in, you know, every single one of us is going to go back and watch. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. It's about the, the galaxy experience. That's right. why I like it. Well, until next time. Yep. Yeah. See you later. See you guys.